Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have great news for you. Bet online. It continues to be your number one source for all your basketball betting needs this season. You're talking latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. All there is your continued source for all sports wagering info. Also has live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, NHL, NBA, NFL. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. Hey, head on over to betonline.ag right now. That's betonline.ag. You can join up and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to get started and get your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Hey, get involved now with Bet Online, where the game starts. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that My Hot Tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's My Hot Tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Burn Dairy, Jam and Beats, Maple Down Senior Living Community, and our great friends over at Brewerton Ace Hardware. Hey, I'll tell you what, Ace is the place this holiday season. They have got everything and anything that you can imagine for your house inside or outside. For the cold season, you want to get ahead of the spring, ahead of the summer. It's all there at Brewerton Ace Hardware. They have some tremendous, tremendous deals. Uh, you can buy online. You can pick up in the store. It's a terrific, terrific place to also go for the little things, right, that you might need, whether it's automobile, RV, marine, you know, hardware, building supplies. They've got home and decor, heating and cooling. They've got your pizza ovens. They have the great grills and smokers out there if you're doing that uh, in, in terms of your turkey this Thursday on Thanksgiving. All happening at Brewerton Ace Hardware. Ace, the helpful place. Route 11 in Brewerton, if you're in and around Central New York. Brewerton Ace Hardware is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. New book out, Amazon.com, major bookstores, online where books are sold. is called Lessons from Loot, Reflections on Legendary Arizona Basketball Coach Lute Olson. The author is Steve Rivera with a forward by Luke Walton. This book is awesome. It teaches you a ton. In fact, Damon Stoudemire, a 1996 NBA Rookie of the Year and an Arizona guard, uh, says, hey, I looked at him as a mentor and a father. Uh, Mike Montgomery, the Stanford men's basketball coach uh, from 1986 to 2004, says he's stately. He carries himself and presents himself so well. He has a nice smile and a way about him. You think this guy could be a senator. Well, I'll tell you what he was. Uh, and and one of the best coaches of all time, uh, won the national championship in 1997, beat Kentucky, 
five Final Fours, four Pac-10 tournament titles. Uh, you look at the, the the Coach of the Year award, won seven times. Uh, unbelievable career. Lute Olson, he's still going strong, by the way, at age 85. Let's talk to the author of this great book on a legendary college basketball coach, Steve Rivera is our guest. Steve, welcome and congrats, man. How are you? Fine. Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Let's get into this uh, right out right out of the shoot here about, you know, Lute Olson. I, I've always wondered what people think about, you know, the, the, the rankings of college basketball coaches. I'm a big list guy, big Mount Rushmore guy. Just like, yeah. I just think it's great talk. You know, it's great water cooler talk. It's argumentative. Uh, you know, it, it, it's awesome in the media. We can throw lists out and there's always somebody who has a different thought somewhere. I live in central New York. I've lived in central New York the majority of my life. Uh, we know Jim Beheim is here. Coach K is retired. You know, there's been Lute Olson. There's been a million great head coaches, Bobby Knight, Roy Williams, Dean Smith. Where is Lute Olson in the annals of college basketball history? Because I got to tell you, his resume is, is, is a glowing one. Yeah, he's fantastic. I would definitely say he's in the top 10. Uh, I'm not sure the people in the East would, would agree with me, but he'd have to be in the top 10. He's the second winningest coach in the Pac-10, uh, Pac-10, Pac-12 now, only second to, to Wooden. And he surpassed Wooden, I think, in a number of victories over the long haul. Uh, so he's got to be up there. I mean, top top seven, maybe. You know, you got Coach K, uh, who's a contemporary with, with Lute, who just passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, Roy Williams, who is good friends, he's in the book. So it's hard to say over the long term, but definitely over the top ten. You have obviously a lot of people, you know, giving you testimonials on the back of the book. But you know, from front to to from beginning to end, what what is the most common thing people say about Lute Olson? Well, I think that um, I think that uh, Mike Montgomery, who was one of his biggest competitors here. And it was a heck of a coach in his time too. Uh, is that he was a stately guy, a stately guy, a lot of class. You know, uh, he was he was. We'd go on book signings for for some of my other books, and he was got thirty years on me. And, and everybody to the T, you know, they'd come up. Uh, he'd take him up and and say, he, "You're such a good good looking guy, Luke. You're such a good looking guy." And I'm thinking, I'm chopped liver. I'm thirty years younger than the dude. So you know, they loved him. All the women loved him. Uh, he was a successful coach. Uh, the moms of the recruits loved him. It's it, it's widespread in that book how much he, he the moms loved him and won them over. So you know, good coach, good looking, and very stately. You know what's amazing too is he's known for his Arizona career, but yes. man, before that at Iowa, I yeah. mean, and before that at Long Beach State, I mean, the yes. guy went twenty four and two at Long Beach State. He had a 647 winning percentage at Iowa, and he went to the NCAA tournament five times with Iowa, one time making the Final Four, another making a Sweet 16, two first rounds and one second round, and then we know what happened at Arizona. How did those two places set him up for Arizona? Without question, you know, he was a, uh, a kid from the Midwest, uh, the Dakota area, went to Long Beach uh, after high school, uh, after coaching high school, went to Long Beach, did great there. Following uh, the, the the one and only Tark Tarkanian, uh, who you know had left them to go to Vegas, yeah. and he was crazy crazy good in Long Beach. Got that job. Uh, from there, he went to Iowa, and the people from Iowa were saddened, unbelievably saddened, and continue to talk about that because he left there for here. Uh, and at the time that he left, he was helping build their at the time big uh, big arena 
And in Iowa, they love their Hawkeyes. And uh, in fact, when he got here, they tried to bring him in here under the cloud of uh, cloud of uh, so no one would know. And uh, there was a lot of Iowans in Tucson. And right away, people were seeing him. What are you doing in town? What are you doing in town? A day later, they announced that he was going to be the coach. So one of my favorite college basketball teams of all time is the 1996-1997 Arizona Wildcats. They were so fun. You know, they win, they win the national championship. They beat Kentucky, which, you know, <laughs> that, that team with Rick Pitino, we know, you know what kind of recruits he was getting from 96. You know, the, I guess a couple years before that, it really, really started, uh, you know, with the Jamal Mashburns and company, and then it rolls into the Walter McCartys and Tony Delks, and, I mean, the list goes on and on. When you beat Kentucky back then in a championship, it almost counted twice in my book. It, it, it just like the Giants beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. You might as well give them four rings because who the heck has beaten the Patriots, right? Like it, it's kind of like that in in my opinion. Kentucky was such a powerhouse, but boy was Arizona good, led by Bibby, led by Simon. What do you remember most about that team, and when did you realize that that team had something special going on? Well, you remember, and you bring up a great uh, point here. The, the Kentucky won the year before in '96. Yes, they did. They uh, beat they were Syracuse. Going their second year, and then they won again in '98. I think if I'm correct. They beat Utah. Um, they beat Utah in '98 after Keith Van Horn left. Yep, Andre Miller. Cor- yep. Correct. Right. Yep. So, so in between that time, it was Arizona. And when did I realize it became good? They beat Kansas. Uh, no one ever thought yes. that would happen. Yes. Uh, Jock Vaughn and those guys, Pollard. Uh, and those guys, and so they beat uh, they beat Kansas in a big upset, and then they uh, beat um, I can't remember not Carlton Charleston, but they beat Providence. I think it was in the lead eight, and then they went to North Carolina and then Kentucky. You know, three number ones, so the only team to ever do that. Uh, so it was a fun, it was an unbelievable ride, first of all, because they almost lost in the first round to South Alabama, but they were fun to watch with Bibby. Simon, Jason Terry, Michael yeah. Dickerson, yeah. Bennett Davis, and A.J. Brandon. I mean, they played small, but they played fast. Yeah, no kidding, right? I, you know, those Kansas teams, though, they always seem to just not, I don't know, they, they always used to get upset all the time. And, um, you know, Arizona, I'll tell you what, you look at that roster, one, two, three, four, I think five guys went to the NBA off that roster, right? Some of them had a cup of coffee, like Miles had a cup of coffee, yeah. Bennett. Uh, some of those other ones, uh, but it was it was Bibby, Jason Terry, and Michael Dickerson that had the longer longer careers. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, hey, even getting a cup of coffee in the NBA is a, you know, it's more <laughs> right. than tens of thousands of other players. Um, sure. We're talking with Steve Rivera. The book is out right now with a forward by Luke Walton. It's called Lessons from Loot: Reflections on Legendary Arizona Basketball Coach Loot Olson. Triumph Books uh, publication. You can get it online where books are sold, and, of course, your nearby Barnes & Noble and other bookstores. Uh, what do you hope people say about this book when they get done with it, and what do you hope they say about Lute Olson? Well, that, that's a good question. I, I've been getting some some reactions like that, and, and I think that the accurate one, and I didn't think of this, was that it's a bunch of love letters to Lute or, or about Lute uh, because uh, it's mostly his players. I think about 20 players, a couple of coaches, a former player uh, – uh, Ronnie Lester from Iowa, his best player there uh, back in the day that took him to the Final Four, as you mentioned. Uh, it, it's just this love and respect for him. And, and, and they started when he first arrived here because he was the coach. He was a coach, and they respected the heck out of him as being their coach. And then when they left and became kind of um, adults in their own world, he, he accepted them as their friend. 
And and that's when the relationships kind of started. You know, they could have a wine together. They can go to dinner together. Talk about the good old days. And and if there was a guy that loved that, it was Lute. In the last 10 years, um, he was very visible with his former players. They're coming to see him, coming to do things, um, having fun with him, or, you know, going to a Final Four or two, just to see him. Tell you what, the NCAA tournament back in 97, you nailed it. You know, you nailed all the teams. They, they beat South Alabama, College of Charleston, Kansas was the one seed, Providence, North Carolina, and Kentucky. You go through three blue bloods like that and win, bang. You know, I asked you about Lute Olson being, you know, where is he ranked among other legendary coaches, the Coach K's and the Woodens and others. Um, where is Arizona as a basketball program? You know, when you kind of look at what they've done with regular season and conference tournament titles and, you know, uh, Hall of Famers and legendary players and different, you know, uh, uh, great regular seasons, all that stuff gets lumped in. Tournament success, of course, and how far you go, how many times, you know, you go that far. So um, where, where are they? Are they somewhere in the top 15? Good, good question. Let me tell you something. I host a radio show down here in Tucson, and my colleague and I fight about this all the time. Okay. I do not say – I say at one point in time they were a great blue blood among the North Carolinas, the Kansases, the Dukes, because they were like the, the Duke of the West. They were the powerful team in the West under Lute. Uh, he retired. Uh, 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 Sean Miller came in, and now we have Tommy Lloyd here coaching the team. At one point I think they were right up there. Uh, they've lost some luster. They haven't been to the Final Four since 2001. Let's put things in perspective. They haven't won it since 1997. Uh, they haven't had that much success since Loot. Uh, but it, it, the name brand still is there. It's still there. I, I want to say in the top top 20 for sure, maybe 15 or all time. But they were right up there, right up there, top 10 during the great heyday of, of Loot. So... You've covered 18 Final Fours, two Olympic Games, and three NBA Finals. What's been your favorite Final Four? <laughs> well, the one I had to cover here in 97, it was it's funny. It, it led me to my first book. This is my sixth book. So the 97 uh, was, uh, year was my uh, first book after they won it. Um, but there have been some great ones. Obviously, obviously the, the timeout by Weber. Uh, and yeah. I can't remember the year now, but it was early, early on in nineteen ninety. Is that ninety three? Um, ninety three. Um, yeah. So there's been a, a number of great ones. Uh, my first, my favorite venue though was San Antonio. Okay. Uh, followed by maybe New Orleans, but there have been some great things. The one in Phoenix is going to happen uh, pretty soon here. Uh, in a couple of years, it's coming back. So um, how how bad can you say a Final Four is? This never <laughs> bad at a Final Four. The future of college sports. Where are we, man? I mean, you want to talk about a murky deal here, right? I mean, we got conference expansion happening every time we turn around. We've got name, image, and likeness. We've got the transfer portal. Who knows if the Pac-12 will even be the Pac-12 two years from today? You know, where, where are we at? What's next? How, how crazy do you think things are going to get here, Steve? Well, it's, it's already crazy. It's funny. I was thinking about it this morning when the transfer portal was going, is going bonkers as usual. That's how this year has gone. Uh, but uh, and, and then kids making tons of money, uh, tons of money into the millions. Uh, who would have ever thought that when I was starting this in 1987 um, out of college myself? And I'm thinking there's just no way they're going to be able to be paid. Where's the money going to come from? Apparently, there's a lot of money out there because kids are getting paid a lot, uh, more than probably they would in the real world of, uh, of life uh, after they're done. Um, I don't know where it's going to go, but the Pandora's box has been open. 
I'm not sure they can shut it down. So you've been, uh, you know, going at this thing for what, three decades, covering Arizona, covering, you know, sports and, and, and predominantly basketball. Uh, what's next for you? Well, I continue to cover the team. I'm not now we, this weekend. I'm here doing my radio show, uh, but I continue and hope to finish this out. I'm 58 years old. If I can do this another eight years, 10 years, I, I'm good. Uh, this is my dream. I, I went to school to be a sports writer. I've been that. I've done some books now. I have a radio show. Um, just continue to do what I do. I, I feel like I'm retired, but I'm working, doing exactly what I want to do. So what are your thoughts on this Arizona club this year? Uh, it's fantastic. Last year, I think they showed what they're capable of. Uh, I think the coaching change was good in terms of letting them play. Uh, Sean, Sean was more of a systematic coach. Tommy Lloyd lets them play, gets on them, but lets them play, lets them make mistakes. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. They score in the hundreds. Uh, uh, they're going to be scoring in the hundreds. They, they did the last two games. Um, I think they're going to finish either first or second in the Pac-12 this year. Uh, depends how good UCLA plays. But, um, uh, you know, top two, top three for sure. And I'm not being a homer. I'm not a homer. Um, I'm very realistic about what they're what they're capable of. But Tommy's letting them play and they're having fun. You know, there's always been wrestling between the coasts and even in the Midwest. For what area... It, it, is, it has been the best and is the best for basketball, right? The East Coast always goes with, oh, well, we've had the Big East and we've had the ACC. And, and then the Midwest says, well, we have Kansas and we have other power programs. And then you go to the West Coast and you can talk about Arizona. You can talk about the history of UCLA and many others. Make your case for West Coast basketball. You know, if you had to tilt people your way over the other regions throughout the history of college basketball, make your case for the West Coast. Well, first of all, the people in the East have to stay up, <laughs> stay up late to watch the games, first of all. And we know it's difficult. I used to live in D.C. Yeah. a time or two. Uh, so it's you got to stay up. Gonzaga is a fun team to watch. Oregon, when it's hot, can play well. Uh, if you want to include Houston in that way, Houston this year is going to be very, very good. But the Kansases and all them. But if you're going to head west, it's, it's Arizona, Gonzaga, UCLA, uh, back in the day, Stanford was good under Montgomery. Would get them to the to the very good spots. Uh, and San Diego State under Steve Fisher, um, they've fallen off a little bit, but they're still pretty good. It, the the names of the schools are maybe six seven, uh, but they're a strong six seven. And when they're rolling, they're pretty good. Well, the book is out major bookstores and online where books are sold. It's called Lessons from Loot Reflections on legendary Arizona basketball coach Lute Olson. The author is Steve Rivera. The forward is by Luke Walton. And to give you an idea of what people think about Lute Olson, I'll tell you what, Mike Bibby, a 14-year NBA career, Arizona guard, of course, he says he was the nicest man in the world. He genuinely cared about us. You don't have that in a lot of coaches today. Steve Kerr, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's the Golden State Warriors head coach now and a former Arizona guard. He says, I learned an awful lot about consistency of effort, of preparation, the message that he provided for the players. It was a master's class in leadership and coaching. And now you can read all about Lute Olson with this uh, great book that's out right now. Steve Rivera is the author. Steve, thank you for uh, doing this and good luck the rest of the way.
I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Have a great day. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save